One of the most important parts of naming your new business is finding a website name that works. Today's episode is brought to you by .ca. Join thousands of Canadian entrepreneurs who have chosen .ca as the trusted online home for their business. Visit cira.ca forward slash startup today. And by DigitalOcean, simplifying web infrastructure by building a product that developers love. Visit DigitalOcean.com to find out more about why developers start and scale their startups on DigitalOcean. Use promo code StartupCA for a $10 credit to get started. Broadcasting the voice of entrepreneurs, putting entrepreneurs first and at the center. He's Rivers Corbett on the Startup Canada Podcast Network. Welcome to Startup Canada Podcast, a show serving Canada's entrepreneurship community. I'm your host, Rivers Corbett. The Startup Canada Podcast is a production of Startup Canada, a grassroots entrepreneur-led movement to bring together, celebrate, and give a voice to Canada's entrepreneurship community. On the podcast, we speak with the movers and shakers, and I got one on the show today of Canada's entrepreneurship community and explore themes in entrepreneurship, startups, investment, innovation, and impact. The podcast is brought to you by Intuit QuickBooks, your partner in starting and growing a financially fit and fundable business. Check out startupcan.ca backslash finance to sign up for a startup finance bootcamp near you and get 50% off. That's 50% off QuickBooks online for your business. As part of our Startup Entrepreneur Series, today in the spotlight, we have the very talented young woman balancing high school and business with us, the 15-year-old Linda Manziaris. You'll, pr- you'll, you'll get me correct if I pronounce it that wrong, yeah, Linda. Yeah, Manziaris. <laughs> I did it. Yay. Founder of and leader and lead designer at Body Bijou, a Toronto-based jewelry company, and she's with us today. Not only is she business savvy, but even cool, even a, a, a big cool part of it is that she's also socially minded. Body Bijou donates 50% of its profit to Girls Helping Girls, a nonprofit started by Linda's sister, Suzanne, that works to raise the status of women through education. And even cool on top of the cool is to top it off in 2014, Linda received of all of Canada, she was the 2014 Startup Canada Young Entrepreneur of the year. Wow. And and by the way, we went through a little bit of a uh, an issue getting to this point. So it's it's about entrepreneurs like Linda and I that say we're still going to make things happen. So Linda, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it is going to be amazing. So look, Linda, young entrepreneurs are really changing the way that we look at life. And how are today's high school students going to change the world? Well, I think today's high school students more than other generations see because we're so connected with computers and the internet that we see right. we see people on the other side of the world. We talk to people. You can ask anyone in high school and say, do you have a friend on Facebook who's somewhere else in the world? And I, I bet you they'll say yes. We're so connected in this world now that seeing seeing people who are less fortunate than you or different struggles that they're having all around the world is more clear, clear now than ever before for kids. So I think this has really um, caused a lot of young entrepreneurs to really find their, uh, find that they want to help out people more. And then they're using their social, like I did, I use my, my skill and my love of making jewelry to, uh, for social change. 
Right. I find that, you know, that's interesting to talk about social change. And I've got three kids, uh, one of them's 20 and two twins that are uh, 17. And the the desire to help is so much a part of their DNA. Do you, yeah. do, you, do you find that with, with, with high school kids and your friends and, uh, and, and business associates that that really is a strong driving force versus just to build a business? Yeah, I think that really is. I think, and I think that goes back to the connection that that we're right. all so connected and it's, it's too hard to ignore. Whereas in the past yeah. it was less visible. So I think it was, it was easy. Like a lot of people just didn't even know what was going on, but yeah. now it's too clear. That's very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I never, I, I never even thought about it that way. Back in my days, it was a pen pal and you wrote in yeah. a piece of paper and uh, you didn't have that emotional connection or that regular engagement to learn. So very cool. Um, entrepreneurship, uh, I'm finding across across the uh, the country and school systems is becoming much more of a, of a fabric of, of the schools and, uh, and the way that younger people are being um, educated. Do you think that entrepreneurship is, is the way of the future for your generation? Yeah, absolutely. For sure. I often hear a lot of kids um, on the news, even all around Canada doing entrepreneurial things. And I think people are really interested in the change that can come up through entrepreneurship. Like you do, you can do what you want. People like that, like young people like that control. And it's like they get to express themselves through their business, through the decisions they make. And I think ultimately you learn a lot of things through it. Very cool. Very cool. Well, look, on that note, in your business career, uh, and you're a young entrepreneur, um, do you think being young is a hindrance or a help in the pursuit of your goals? Um, I think it's helped me a lot reach my goals, and it's going to continue to help me reach my goals. Um, I find that people are more forgiving if you make a mistake during during a business thing if you're young. Um, they're willing to help you out even when you're not good at something. So, like, for example, if... Uh, I had a huge learning curve when I first started the when I first started making jewelry that I didn't know any of the names for any of the like any of any of the official names for any of the components or tools that I would use. Right. So when I would go to suppliers and stuff and try to communicate to them that I need a jump ring and I'd be calling it a loop, they would <laughs> like they were they would help me. They're like, okay, this is the proper name for that. So people are really forgiving. They're really helpful when you're young, and um, ultimately they're on your side and they want to help you succeed. Yeah, very cool. And, and yeah, so but so it really isn't, oh, you're a young person, you know, why am I going to spend my time with you? It really is, you're a young person, I want to help. Yeah, it's more of like a, you're a young person with a nice drive to you, so let me help you. Um, yeah. Let me help you that's, out. That's very cool. Well, look, there are two people under the age of 20 in your uh, in your household, and we talked about your sister, Suzanne. You know, what's the what's the story in your household anyway? And, and like, <laughs> uh, how did this all come about with the, the two of you? Uh, well, it all starts three years ago now when my family, uh, we took a family vacation to the Masamara region in Kenya to build a school in a rural area. Um, wow. While we were there, my sister and I saw the difference that an education can make in the life of a girl. So mm-hmm. we saw that when you educate a girl, you not only educate her fa- herself, but you educate her family and the community as a whole. And the cycle of poverty can begin to break. So secondary school in Kenya is not free like it is in Canada. So my sister, my sister started the organization Girls Helping Girls that works to provide scholarships for girls all around the world so they can attend school. And mm-hmm. I sell jewelry with 50% of the net profits going to Girls Helping Girls. So that's basically mm-hmm. – so when Susanna came back, she started um, an awareness campaign at school. And from there, just started raising money. And then I saw the good work that she was doing and I wanted to help her. 
So look, I got to ask you this question. Are you kind of like a, a big rock star celebrity in your school and you can't kind of walk to math class without being swarmed for autographs? No, no. Everyone's really supportive at school. They all, um, they all love it. They've all come out and support the events that my sister and I have put on for awareness and stuff. And, you know, it, I go to an all girls school, so they really, it hits home for everyone to see the difference mm. that between their life and the life that of other girls all in a different part of the world. So yeah, they're really supportive about it. Oh, that's very cool. Very cool. Well, look, let's talk about Body Bijou and, uh, and, uh, how it's grown since in its, its inception, you know, talk about, talk about, I guess that idea and what's the unique, uh, selling proposition or the, you know, the thing that people say, Oh my God, this is such an amazing product line. What's, what's resonating with their heart that they pay you money for your great products. Well, I think what they really like is the unique designs. So I mm-hmm. not only sell, uh, necklaces and earrings and bracelets, but I also, so um, sell a very new category of jewelry, like called body chains, uh, ringlets, which are like a handpiece, and uh, hip chains and leg chains, um, which we call leg bijou. But uh, all these different, <laughs> all these different um, uh, products that we now sell are really unique, and I've spent a lot of time uh, perfecting them and making sure that they're really comfortable. Because having something on your leg as your under a skirt is sometimes hard to have, but mm-hmm. with the proper um, I do sizes, I do everything. So I really, I really, um, paid a lot of attention to making sure that it's comfortable, wearable jewelry for the average person who just wants to have a little bling on their hand or somewhere. It's, it's cool. What about, uh, and obviously you're the designer. That's yeah. a, that's a key passion of yours. Do you do sales? Do you do distribution? Do you do the accounting? Or? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I do a bit of everything, but, uh, I do have some help now, um, with making cool. jewelry, like making the, um, the stock and stuff, but I mostly do all that stuff, all the running around. <laughs> yeah, do you recommend it? Um, I don't know. I think, well, right now, I don't think I really have the budget to have too many people working. Right. And I think it's, it's more help for them to be doing, if I'm going to have people helping me, which I do with the jewelry making, I think it's helpful to, it's, it's better just to have people working on the stock and then I can focus on sort of the, um, the front part of the company and sort of right. like the accounting and the, um, the design as well, which is really important aspect. So, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Well, it's a, you can tell it's a real passion or it's just talking for you for the, for the short time we have to, to date. And so you've, you won startup Canada, young entrepreneur of the year. Congratulations Thank on you. that. That was such an honor. I'm sure it wasn't. Did you, were you able to kind of carry the trophy around above your head, yeah. like the Stanley cup the whole night? Yeah. <laughs> yeah was, that's really amazing. Good. I, I remember when I was at an event, a Startup Canada event, and the uh, the startup entrepreneur of the uh, champion of the world, who actually was from Canada, he was oh. at the event, and he was br- he brought his trophy to the event, and everybody <laughs> was paused, kind of hanging out with the trophy. So it's 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 good stuff that that's happened. So that was in 2014. What have been some highlights that have happened to you since since you won that amazing award? Um. Uh, I've been going to. I've been doing a lot of like jewelry sales now, and like um, in in um, in like shows and stuff. Like I okay. went to a national yep. woman's show, which was a great uh, thing for me to do. I haven't applied for any um, any more awards recently. I've just been trying to focus on new designs and sort of um, the uh, the business more instead of just instead of the awards right now. But um, yeah, the Startup Canada Award was it's carried me till now. It's like, it's ridiculous. That was such a huge, huge honor to get that. And I'm still in shock. Right on. 
Yeah, well, it it is a shock and a, and a, and and a well deserved. I know uh, I've been on the judging for uh, some of the awards that Startup Canada has given. It's not easy to win an award from Startup Canada. So congratulations, that's really really super. And it's amazing because so, I wasn't even I wasn't even expecting to make it past the Ontario because I had a concussion <laughs> when uh, when the applications were um when the fireside thing where the fireside talk was happening for the Ontario yeah, and yeah. I remember my mom calling you guys saying um she has a concussion so she can't make it but she really wants to uh still be a part of this and it's amazing that you guys still like considered me and I want mm-hmm. eventually but that it's just it's ridiculous I'm still in shock from that <laughs> <laughs> well maybe that's part of the criteria now that people are going to do is going to get, <laughs> get a, a concussion, concussion. <laughs> and sort of to do that well look uh, have you explored um, uh, other resources for young entrepreneurs like yourself trying to break into business because I'm, I'm sure you must get uh, you know your friends at school saying well how do I do that now because they're watching you and your success what, what kind of resources uh, that, that you would suggest that they they need to have in order to be successful and do they particularly relate to again your age i mean I, and, and i i keep that's a common theme we're talking about i've talked to another uh a woman earlier in my uh, my show where she was her focus was people 65 plus mm-hmm. and so there's certain resources that are necessary to support that ecosystem what's what's out there that you would recommend that young entrepreneurs really need to focus on besides obviously hanging out with startup canada <laughs> Um, well, other than Startup Canada, I didn't really find, I didn't really do too much digging for, um, for resources. For me, I was more just, um, focusing on designing and getting my jewelry out there. But, uh, I'm, I remember, um, I did a little bit of digging not too long ago about on the Canadian government website, actually. And they actually have a lot of resources and a lot of scholarship or sorry, a lot of money opportunity, a lot of like, um, don't a lot of money opportunities that they have for, um, entrepreneurs who want to start small businesses and sort of grow their business so they can, they give you, um, there's a lot of stuff that the Canadian, I was actually surprised to see how much the Canadian government, um, how many resources they have for crazy. Isn't it? It's ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's, I think that's a great place to start. I mean, right. the Canadian government. Yeah. You got to do a little digging on the website, but yeah, once you dig, you can, it's all there. Well, what I love about that lesson that you're sharing with our guests, and it, and it transcends across all all ages, is is that you've got to go looking for it. Yeah. You know, you can't you can't sit in your chair and your desk at the house and uh, and and hope that somebody's going to knock on your door and say, no. "Here's how we can help you." There's lots of people, lots of resources out there to be able to help, but it's uh, you just got to go yeah. find it. How's how's your school supporting your business from an education perspective? Are there specific courses you're taking? Uh, you know. Is, is there an entrepreneurship class? Tell us about your school. Yeah, so my school has actually does have an entrepreneurship class. I didn't take it this year, but didn't. I didn't take it. I don't know. <laughs> well, you could you could teach it probably. <laughs> I didn't take it. Everyone was laughing while I didn't take it, but I, just, <laughs> I didn't have room in my course load. But yeah, right. my school does offer a lot of um, a lot of great resources. They also have um, this area called the Institute where they support kids who want to start something, whether it's um, – raise awareness campaign. That's actually how girls helping girls sort of flourished into what it is now from one of the teachers Uh there who really helped my sister, um, uh, grow it and get her idea. So my sister came in there. A lot of kids will come in there with an idea, but they don't have concrete steps to make Uh it come to fruition. So Uh the teachers are there to help them make their idea, um, a reality. Yeah. Very cool. 
To, uh, before I forget, I want you to tell everybody what your website address is, because I think it's cool what you're doing, and I don't want to forget that at the end. So can you just quickly tell us what the website address is for your business? Yeah, it's bodybijou.com. Bodybijou.com, and that's B-I-J-O-U. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, well, look, um, what are three things that you would recommend you've got an audience of young entrepreneurs you're doing an assembly and and the uh, the the focus is the three things that you need to do in order to realize success what's what would you tell the audience and i'm in the audience by the way so you either get a you either get a big applause or you get tell us more yeah so i think the number one thing is to have grit um love it yeah and number two would be to always say yes. Um, mm-hmm. So if a customer needs something specific and you don't know exactly how to do it right now, say yes and figure it out later. Right. You've got to say yes. That's the most important part. And then determination and never taking no for an answer. Mm. Three wow. That I think. So what's your biggest challenge you've faced along the way? Um, well, I think that goes back to, uh, the jewelry specific names and sort of, um, really figuring it out at the beginning. I was really confused with how many different tools and different pieces, different, um, materials there were that I could use. I, I remember going into supplier stores and there'd be huge warehouses and I wouldn't know where to start. I'd feel so overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't used to it yet, but, um, yeah, that for me was a big, a big learning curve. I used to walk in there and be so lost and confused. But now for me, it's it's a lot easier now to be going in there. And I think that just comes down to getting used to things and sort of finding your stride. Yeah. Well, and 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 I and I, I love that you shared. It was overwhelming for you because there's a there's a sense that everything's going to be successful and it's yeah. and uh, should be easy when you get started. I remember I was when I moved to the city of Fredericton, where where I'm uh, where I'm at right now. I was at a networking. I was went to a networking event for the first time. Didn't know anybody in the city, and I remember going to that chamber networking event. And now people look at me and say I'm crazy for even having to do this. But I get so overwhelmed when I walked in there. I walked in the front door. Kept walking, walked right out the back door. Yeah. <laughs> I literally didn't know what to do. Yeah, walked right and, out, yeah. Yeah, but you keep going back. And yeah. You keep going back you keep and you trying. keep going back until ultimately it becomes uh, easy. something that's uh, that's easy for you. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, tell us about uh, about uh, what's the future look for you? Is Body Bijou going to be in your long-term plans or are you going to sell it and uh, move on? Or what's, what's your thoughts for your, for your great company? Uh, well, I'm not too sure yet what the future holds, but I do enjoy body bijou a lot i enjoy all aspects of it and i think if i do continue with it which is probably a big possibility um, i want to like expand the business into other accessories and maybe a clothing line one day yeah very cool what's uh what uh you don't have to tell me dollars and cents but uh, what percentage of the donations that your sister is now getting uh for her business comes from body bijou um, a big portion of it. So our combined mm. efforts have actually provided 30 scholarships for girls in the development. Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. And how do you, how do you determine who gets the scholarships? Um, so basically Susanna will partner with different organizations on the ground. She's sort of like a middleman who takes no, she doesn't take any, um, cause she's a nonprofit so that she has no profit. Um, right. and she basically distributes the money to different organizations who are on the ground. Who, right. Um, have, who know local girls who run, she'll either go to a school, a missionary. She goes through sort of really local organizations Mm -hmm. that are hard for the average person to find. 
Um, She's partnered with UNESCO before. She's partnered with um, Free the Children. So she has a wide, depending on the country, there's a different organization that she works with, but um, she, every time she sponsors, every time we sponsor a girl, we get sort of like a package with her right. photo, her grades, her name, her family. Um, and she'll write us a note too, which is, it's always nice. And what do you do with those packages? Are they up on the, uh, are your, the students that you've, uh, you ladies are supporting, do they, do they, uh, do you put them up on the wall? Yeah. Do you track them? Yeah, they're up on the wall. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's when you, when you think about the impact that you're making with now 30 girls and soon to be 3000 girls and how that's going to have a trickle effect. Yeah. That's down the whole effect. idea. Yeah. Well, yeah. when you educate one, when you educate a girl, you educate her family as well in the community. Right. So it's not just educating one person, you're educating her whole, all the people around her as well. Yeah. You must smile a lot. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, when you're doing good, you got to smile a lot. That's awesome. Linda, um, tell me, what's the final piece of advice you would offer to fellow young entrepreneurs who are trying to start a business? I think the most important thing is to never give up. Um, If you're passionate about what you do and you work hard, something's going to come out of it. Something will work out um, for the better. And I think that's really important to just keep thinking about that because it's going to, it gets tough sometimes to stay focused and to, especially as a young person with a lot of distractions around you, it's hard to stay Mm. focused. But I think if you, if you're really passionate about it and you know that you love this, then I think that something will come out of it, something positive. Yes, I love the I love the passion part, the heart part, or the heart yeah. part because it's so critical. You know, we're we're so driven sometimes to chase the money. And when I when I talk to high school students, I always say to them, you know, would you would you like to work for two hundred thousand dollars a year at something? And they say, everybody says, yeah, I'd love to do that. And I said, now here's the other caveat: caveat, you will hate every single minute yeah. of it. And you know, there's always the, there's always a class clown. It says, okay, I'll still do it anyway. But ninety nine percent of them say, no way. I would rather do what I love to do. Yeah, and then that's you're not so working important. a day. Right on. You're sure not. Well, Linda, thank you so much. I'm glad we persevered for this conversation and uh, it's been a lot of fun and great having you on the show. Thank you so, so, so much. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Startup Canada podcast, a show serving Canada's entrepreneurship community. Startup Canada is your doorway into Canada's entrepreneurship community. Be sure to check out startupcan.ca for the latest startup community news and upcoming events like the popular startup chats on Twitter every Wednesday and Friday, 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. My personal website address is riverscorbett.ca, where I am all about entrepreneurship and and hanging out with people that want to talk the talk. It's a great time to be an entrepreneur. Until next time, I'm Rivers Corbett, and have an enterprising week.